Lakey, you've inspired me, champion. What have I done? So last week, uh, you threw basically. You started talking before we'd even shot to the music, and you asked what I was drinking. It, it um, inspired me to just cut the music at least until two, three minutes in, and just talk some rubbish for three minutes. Oh, so, does that mean we're not going to hear any more Cowboy Man? Is that? Oh no, 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 no. There'll be even more of that. Oh, I'm going to even play it for like the full five minutes. Um, maybe before, like before we get into the supercoach, it's round twenty-four, two rounds to go, whatever. Yada yada. We have run out of trades. We've got nothing to speak about, but. Funny anecdote for you. I'm just going to, I haven't got it in front of me, but I'm going to try and remember it. You know that great song, Life at the Outpost, that I play on every podcast, like four or five times? I'm somewhat familiar with it. Yeah, go on. The one you just mentioned, yeah. So, anyway, great story. Uh, anyone who hasn't seen the film clip should look up Scat Bros, Life at the Outpost on YouTube. It is a fantastic film clip. I'm sure you've seen it in your darkest hours. Uh, but go on, have a look. Uh, it's everything you'd ever want it to be. Uh, it's basically just a bunch of vault, like cowboys shirtless. Uh, a lot of them are shirtless, or basically all of them. They get shirtless by the end. There's a lot of oil. There's uh, very few females, uh, coincidentally. Um, turns out, this film clip, you only watch it, you're like, these scat brothers, uh, what's going on? This is a very unusual film clip. Did a bit of digging because uh, obviously it's an absolute belt. I wanted to know a little bit more. Found out the scat bros, they are a Canadian band. Uh, they wrote this song full serious. It wasn't meant to be like taken uh, laughably or, or anything like that. It was a you know, legitimate song for them. Basically decided, um, well, the big thing back in the day in the 80s was to get on the music video bandwagon, MTV, the rise of that, all that, yada, yada. So they were selling the rights to this song and they sold it to an Australian company who wanted to get in the music video scene with them. So they said to the Scat Brothers, will you come out and do a song, do a video for this song? And they said, oh, we got a bit on, champ, sorry, uh, no can do. And so they said, oh, that's all right, we just bought it, so we'll just do it for you. And they go, okay then. So they go away and then they do that. So basically just get, this is, you know what this song needs? It needs a bunch of shirtless, oily it's cowboys. Just, it needs uh, a little around. bit of soft gay porn. And then they, the Scat Brothers basically rang them up and said, what the fuck is this? And they just hung up. And now we have this gift from the absolute gods. Life of the Outpost, absolute yeet. Ah, there's a, there's a bit of a bit of a Scat Bros trivia for you. How's that? Yeah, man. So, um, I, that's going to help me sleep at night now, knowing that. So, I appreciate <laughs> so, that. <laughs> All right. Enough of that. Uh, as we said, round 24, two rounds to go. Lakey, in a sentence, what are you still playing for? Uh, for the sake of it. That, that's the spirit. That's <laughs> it's the, essentially. Uh, oh, I can't even play. say I'm playing for pride anymore. It's not even that. <laughs> what happened last week? Uh, everything wrong happened last week. Say so 16 players because of turbo. Uh, three quarters of the side may as well stayed at the pub. And um, I scored an 800 something. It was fucking ridiculous. Saving the best for last, mate. You know how it seems like to ramp up? Yeah, uh, that's into the I'm finals. Just, yeah, I'm cruising into finals. I've made zero finals in all my head-to-head leagues and I'm sitting well outside the top 5K now. So, I'm just cruising into finals, getting some form under my belt for season 2022. Uh, always next year. Absolutely love it. Well, there you go. There are still two rounds. There are still people a lot better off than us with trades, with all that sort of gear up their sleeve. Uh, they got head-to-head finals. Um, plenty going on. Big moving round for people. It's uh, yeah, it's I'm keenly watching these uh, top fifty, top ten, whatever it might be, top hundred races. Uh, I'm like three thousand, so I'm nowhere near anything. I'm in a similar boat to you, but I'll t- keep the positive spirit. I don't have to watch the Cowboys after two more weeks. It's going to be fantastic. You can just uh, forget all about that, and as you said, look forward to next year. So round twenty four, uh, fair bit of movement. There's a lot of outs. Uh, I think that goes without saying. It's just the half of the course as the last month or so so we'll chat through them there's some cavalry returning you might be in luck if you've held on to a couple of these guys but there's some 
Uh, warm bodies returning, and thank God for that. We'll chat to you about captains. You're the captaincy guru. Uh, any spoilers for who that might be this week, mate? Oh, I'll just take a guess, mate. It's playing in the doggies. He's superstar fullback. He's back. Uh, is it Jason Saab? Yeah, that's just about it. I think he gets moved to the back. <laughs> if he gets moved to the back, he might even actually be able to catch a ball here and there. Well, we'll chat through that. And then I've got a – well, we usually – uh, the, you know, the listeners, they tend to drop off a little for these ones, not only because I talk absolute rubbish about life at the outpost, but also because a lot of people like us don't have much to pay for. So we're going to give them a special little treat for next week. Uh, got my AstraZeneca shot today, uh, despite being uh, under 30. So take that, Jeanette Young. Uh, but also in that time, I got 15 minutes to sit there and think about what we could do for next week. So we'll reveal all at the end of the pod, but a uh, um, little special one. I don't think we've ever done it on the SC Report, so plenty to look forward to. Uh, Lakey's fired up. So am I. Let's get into the Round 24 SC Report. Do you reckon it'll be a year, Lakey? This year, mm, mate. <laughs> should we keep? I'm, should we keep playing that song? I'm due. I'm absolutely due the way my super coach season's going. So I'm I'm praying that I have an absolutely outstanding NFL fantasy season that's coming up in the next couple of weeks. There you go. I've got the fantasy Premier League stuff going. I love the big bash league. Super coach racing, I think, is back as well. Um, also in your NFL league. So there's a lot, a lot to waste our time on. No rest over the, for the, uh, the off season. Yeah, my missus is me. loving the prospect of football starting just as football finishes. Oh man, never-ending football! Hey, how good! And then you follow if you followed soccer as well. Then the NBA is coming up in a couple more, in a month or two. So, sport. Oh, mate, the, yep, the meaningless um, glue of life. That old sport right. and fantasy as well mixing in. But um, there you go. We're, like, there's a fair bit going on for people. I think there's a guy, Vili Army Timmy. I think his name is. Who's up the very top? Uh, I think he's been there for quite a while. So he is number one. It's uh, not sure how he'll go getting chased down. He's got a pretty, well, 109-point lead over second. But uh, as Wilfred and, um, has told us uh, at length um, and the rest of the number ones, it is a very stressful ride to the finish. So I'm sure he is not sitting pretty. But here we are laughing, got nothing going on. But these guys playing for genuine cash. Yeah. Uh, one of these days, hey, one of these days. Uh, from all reports, out. mate, Timmy spends most of his nights awake staring at the ceiling trying to figure out his super coach options and moves and everything like that. So That's um, healthy. Yeah, so he's a bit stressed by the thing, but it's better to be stressed and in the hunt for 50K than sitting here twiddling my thumbs. Oh, just imagine. And just the, the how stressful TLT would be. You know, it gets to four o'clock. I even forgot about it today. It was like five and I go, oh, yeah, it's Tuesday. Better check. <laughs> Disaster has come our way. So, maybe we'll get into that. Hours. You've, got, you've just got nothing, do you? Absolutely nothing. Well, mate, I, I was telling you, I have spent the last three weeks not watching the Cowboys, like not physically putting my eyeballs in the vicinity of a television or screen playing them. And to be fair, like outside of copying just rubbish comments from when and uh, seemingly on the night and the day after um, that I just suitably ignore, it uh, is actually quite the de-stressor. You you don't have to worry about it. You just, yes, your team is going absolutely rubbish in the background. You can just move on with life. Something something about that, what the wife or the better half should say, uh, jump the gun there, has always told me, yeah, wow, spoilers, (laughs) uh, has always told me and that it is just a game. I think I've finally grown up. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. You'll be back in round one 
2022, <laughs> screaming <laughs> and crying like the rest of us. But yeah, she'll be loving life at the moment. She got enough stresses on her plate without having to deal with a, a full grown man baby. Oh, I don't know about fully grown, but anyway, uh, round 24. We've talked enough rubbish. Let's get into the detail. A lot of movements, as we've said. Adam Dewey, I'll just start rattling them off because uh, I'm pretty sure any super coach known owning these guys uh, knows all about it. But Adam Dewey, your boy, your captain from last week who let you down, uh, he's gone. Um, I'm not sure how long for. It seemed to be a one week, no, possibly longer. But uh, it's... He's apparently done a partial ACL test, so his season's Ooh. done. Um, oh, you know, depending on the severity of it, he could be five to six months or he could be nine-ish months or more. So him and Sivo, um, uh, Micah Sivo. Right, I'd seen that about Sivo. He's done his ACL as well. It. So there's two huge outs for most of next year. It's going to be very interesting for those sort of early teams. And we'll have to look at that heading into Mega Guide season. That is absolutely horrible stuff for the Tigers and Dewey because he was their shining light this season. And, um, I mean, I don't want to put blame on anyone. It's obviously not a thing to joke about, but you did captain him last week. I certainly and did. It was very, um, uh, let's say, a disappointing ride. It was, but uh, thankfully you didn't watch this one like I didn't watch the Cowboys because you would have been even more annoyed. I described the whole play to you. You weren't even aware of it. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no the idea holding that he scrum. actually scored and they pulled it back. I did see something about a holding scrum uh, penalty, but I didn't know that was the outcome of it. So, yeah, that was a bit of a kick in the teeth. Could have taken you to a massive 880 uh, with that 80-point turnaround-ish. So that's a that's an absolute heartbreaker. But he, unfortunately, is out. And as you said, Mike Sivo gone for a good spell of time as well. Greg Marju, he's been dropped. Not sure what the go is there. Kaloa Matangi out suspended, as is Luke Thompson. So Luke Thompson in and then gone. Um, this is getting a real worry for Supercoach. Luke Tom- um, Thompson is a tampon, mate. He's in for one week, out for three. <laughs> Did you make that up just then? <laughs> no, though, that's an old one. But Jesus, uh, it's um, it's disgraceful because I, I say he was just one of the returning cavalry for me, and um, now I don't think I can field seventeen again for the second week in a row. It's a real worry. I've got uh, Victor Radley, Angus Crichton, and Luke Thompson who have just been suspended almost without fail every week mm. so far this season. It's a real worry because uh, you who go would have thought forward. that Tavita Pangai Junior would be the least of anybody's worries. Uh, there's still two games to go. So, depending on what he does for himself next season, fingers crossed he stays on the park. But, yeah, not ideal. You're going to have to really think of it. It's one of those things now. You've got to think about, like, players' judiciary records because they're throwing out suspensions left, right, and center, um, and lengthy ones as well. You're seeing ones where they're like – I think Thompson's was a week, but because he's got all these prize, he's got two. I think same deal with Crichton, uh, Victor Radley as well. Like, it's just going to uh, wreak havoc down the line so it really does cast out over their value longer term but that's next year josh mansell he is uh gone as well not a nice i think he did his knee mm-hmm. uh, ankle or something like that as well not good news for the bunnies but he is out a couple of other shifts that have super coach relevance so day for feeder back to the bench where he belongs seemingly both firmer he was way better than him way better i don't week. know what's happened with fifa he's just gone missing just given up on the year like us maybe he's run out of trades <laughs> Titan's still got the finals run though so I know he needs to sharpen up in pretty quickly and Nico Hines in Jersey 17 we've been waiting for this day it's prolonged the agony but um, he's finally there I have no idea what the role is going to be because you've got Brandon Smith there you've got Harry Grant you've got Cam Munster Jerome Hughes is back Pappenhausen at the back like that is a stacked team so Nico five minute cameo can you please put on three tries 
Yeah. What's going to happen? Like, what do you see there? Well, Pappenhausen did it a couple of years ago in Magic Round, didn't he? The uh, Against the Eels, he came on for about 15 minutes and scored almost 100 points. So, maybe Nico can do the same. But um, He owes it to us. Yeah. Yeah. And so, he's still yeah. at a decent price, almost 600K. So, if anybody does have a trade out there and if huh. you do have some cash, um, Brian Toto's back this week. There's a bit of uh, returning cavalry. Bit of a bugger because everyone, well, good news for Toe and, and his owners, but I looked at this guy a few rounds ago and it looked like such a bad injury for him. Yeah. Uh, this was when they were quoting five, six weeks, I think, and now he's back in four. Um, so, very ahead of schedule recovery for Toe. And now anyone that uh, held firm, because he's a big price tag, he was a very easy trader given the money, but anyone that's held firm, what a week to, uh, to get the numbers back. Uh, same as James Fisher-Harris. He's back at front row uh, and second row, which is a pretty dire position at the minute. So, it could be great news for anyone that's still got him as well. Matt Lodge, he's back. Giddy up. Uh, suspension candidate as well. Tamalolo, uh, we've put him at lock. We put him at second row. That didn't work. So, let's put him at prop. Okay. There you go. Number eight jersey. Mm-hmm. See what that does for him. He'll probably punch out 400 meters and he'll go, maybe I should do that from next year. We'll see. That could be a 2022 play. Keep your eye out for that. He's going to be uh, cheapy I won't be... price, mate. Yeah, absolutely. He's uh, fallen way off the wagon, so needs a bit of a kick up the backside in the run to 2022. Jerome Hughes and Brandon Smith are both back as well for the Storm. They just, uh, yeah, somehow keep getting better. This side, but what a time to do it. They're the ins and outs. Uh, who have you been mostly affected by? Um, I got Brandon Smith back, so that's a bit of good news for me. Um, as 17 a, this week? Uh, yeah, with Nico as one of them um, and Dave Fafita starting. So it's not a strong 17 by any means. But, um, yeah, so obviously I've lost uh, Adam Dewey and I've lost Luke Thompson from last week's side, but get back um, Brendan Smith. So it's a, oh, and some Tom Trebodjev, yeah, something. It's, it's mm. Jake's little brother. I don't know if he's going to do too much, but is um, it Ben? It's worth it. Who's worth a shot. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's one. Yeah, big bad Benny. Uh, wouldn't he be ideal in this time of year to come off the bench and score yourself five points? Um, yeah, I think I got seventeen as well with my boy Makahezi Makatoa for Parramatta. He's put on a forty and now a thirty-seven, uh, both off the bench. So doing just Mate, goat. Uh, that would have been like my buy. third highest score last week. That just shows uh, the kind of year we're having. But um, interesting, I pulled um, I pulled out. No, didn't do that. I <laughs> saw that <laughs> pulled together my uh, article for the week a couple of weeks ago and I saw you, you do the trade fail of the week thing. And I called out that someone had traded out Tom Draboyevich after he scored like 180 or 200 or whatever in a week that he was actually playing and brought in Makatoa. And at the time, I was like, you know, what are you doing, you absolute clown? Uh, Turbo goes on to get injured. Makatoa comes out and just scores, like, beast scores, these 40s. And suddenly, old man who did that is looking like an absolute genie ass. So, there you go. Yeah. What do I know? Or was it you? Because you do have uh, Makatoa. No, I brought him in ages ago. I just knew. I knew I was going to need a 17th body on the field. We all anyway. laughed. Everyone laughed. Everyone going, you know, oh, you still got Ryan James. Oh, you've still got... Utoya Kamanu, but those guys are absolutely gold money at the Can moment. I just say you nailed Utoy's name right there. Did I? You've been you've been a paying year, attention. A year of practice on the off season. We'll work on that. We will. We are always aiming to get better on the SE talk. Um, all right, that's round twenty four news. Let's get straight into your captain choice, mate. Um, obviously, the, there's 
one name and, and that's going to be probably 100% captained this week. And uh, who would that be? That'd be Mr. Trevojevic himself back in after a week off to freshen the legs and face. And he gets to uh, come up against a bulldog side who um, they did just keep my Kalen Ponga to a very dud score, but I sort of saw that coming if you read my article last week. But before that, they're giving up around 80 points per game to fullbacks. So this is going. Did you say it was in your article. Yeah. Like I know, I'm well aware that you can edit your article post. after the fact, yeah. after you yeah. post it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I cannot surely. You did not say Kalen Ponga is due a bad game and avoid, against the Bulldogs. And avoid. Did you really? Because the, you wanted him all to yourself. The way the Knights are going, they're just not giving him the ball for whatever reason. Your old mate Clifford and Mitch Pierce um, overcall Ponga when he floats around this this backfield there. So they tend to throw, but Braley tends to throw out to the halves on the opposite side to where Ponga is. I don't know if it's a ploy to try and get the defense to focus on Kalen on one side and then attack the other, but um, for whatever reason, Ponga's just not getting the ball. Yeah, that's uh, we we you know we called him out as a uh, not a must buy, but a pretty much pretty a, close to can't it. Can't go wrong with this guy. Say, Look at this run. Run he had has been ridiculous, and um, but yeah, it's just he's gone to the shit. Certainly has uh, the Knights. On the other hand, some I didn't realize you guys were so handily in the uh, basically the guaranteed win of, of playing Parramatta in round or the finals. Yeah, so round one yeah. of the finals. So there you go. Haven't you guys times you run fantastically? But anyway, back to Turbo. Uh, you, you've laid it all out. Do you, you know, you've said the dogs held Ponga to a handy score, whatever. But is that seriously going to happen with Turbo? Here? No, not at all. I'm just Intense. saying, like the. They probably they improved their position. They improved their lot in life last week by keeping Ponga quiet. But Turbo's fresh, manlier, fired up. They're still pushing for a top four spot. They're still within reach of that. And um, Turbo's just going to go bananas. His last three games against the Dogs, 144, 152, and 111. Huge. Daytime game as well. Just yeah. Uh, it's it's all there for him, and it's you know late in the week as well, so not like we're having to chuck the um, see on him early or anything like that. So uh, conversely, given a lot of people have numbers that don't quite reach the seventeen mark, and they can have, basically have a free throw at the stumps with the VC, have you thought about anyone else? Um, just as a bit of a pod move, head-to-head finals, all that sort of gear, people trying to make up ground. Yeah. Anyone that you could well, target because you can't target a guy like Teddy. No. Which is frustration. But anyway, elsewhere. Not against the, the Rabbitohs, unfortunately. Cody Walker against the Roosters. They're fielding a very weak inside the Roosters for whatever reason, so it could be a shout. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a weird weekend for VCs. I was looking at uh, Dave Fafita. He dropped a 150 on the Knights earlier in the year, but now he's coming off the bench. So it's no, it's a, do it. no it's a it's a strange old one the the um the one saving grace is turbo plays so late in the week the second last game of the weekend early Sunday so you've got six games ahead of him to try and pick out a VC option um, one of those being the storm coming out against those eels who are struggling at the moment so you know you've got your your Harry Grants your Ryan Pappenhausen he could go mental against this side again so. Um, you know, if you wanted to play a really late VC, I'd probably be looking at uh, Pappenhausen. Yeah, not a bad shot. I was actually looking at the only other option I'm looking at in my side there is Jerome Hughes, uh, mm. fresh um, off a pretty nasty concussion, it has to oh, be yeah. said. So, pretty good that he's back on the field, but good signs. I think he was almost 
able to play last week, but they just took a rest with him. But uh, against the Eels, um, it's the game right before Manly. So, uh, yeah, if you can find a way to get a, an AE in there, you'd probably well, a go The day before, though, it's a storm Eels is late sad day and then you've got, uh, you know, half a day to organise your rest of your side. But if you can work it out, great. You know, if you've got a Bulldogs player, they're pretty much enough these days anyway. Oh, Luke Thompson, come on down. There he is. There you go. But uh, to be fair, it's going to take like 200, 200 plus to not go <laughs> exactly. Captain Turbo. But, you know, there's going to be people out there who do because, you know, for whatever reason, they might need to score some late points head-to-head, whatever, um, you know, try and crack the top 10 by going pod. It's going to go one way or the other. It's either going to be the ballsiest, brilliant move of the year or you're going to tell you um, what you tumble. could realistically do um, if you've got the options there. Uh, VC of Turbo, C of Cleary, playing one after each other on Sunday Oof. afternoon. And uh, outside the, the box, Bulldogs versus and sorry, versus Bulldogs versus Tigers, very favourable matchups. So you'd need to throw. Oh no, I like that. There you go, Cleary. Um, wasn't he a uh, basically missed no time at all when he came back last week. Yeah. Uh, watched that game live. Uh, it's just a kicking game he's got on him and how elusive he is with the ball in hand. It's just uh, incredible to watch. A bit JT-like, but um, there you go. So, Panthers Sorry, and did Tigers. did you just wrap yourself? <laughs> Mate, uh, under 11s, Atherton Roosters, shout out. Uh, sat and watched them a few times. Um, Penrith and Tigers, that could be an absolute blowout as well because the Tigers, their season's done. Although in typical Tigers fashion, they'll probably come out and actually make a game of this. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what to make of them. But um, with their Adam Dewey gone and just the season over for them, it's very likely that Penrith run up an absolute score. So I own zero Panthers. So that is going to be a fun watch. Um, I do own David Norfoluma. So Oof. there you go. Fight back, Nofo. Uh, do something for us. Um, all right. That's Captain Vice Captain. I think it's a very safe option. But um, as you said, you've got, you've got Cleary up the sleeve. Could be a smart play if you've got 17 or less. Um, all right. Lakey, you've been thinking about this. I'm going to put you on the spot. Players for next year. You have talked about this. You are focused for next year. You've basically given up on this, given up on life, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are you looking at uh, from round one? Bit of a shout, like mega guide. We're going to do that in the off-season, all that. Um, all that gear is going to come. But right now, anyone that you are thinking is a must for your round one 2022 lineup? Don't know about must. For me, the, the one must um, is dependent on what Brandon Smith does. Um, still not signed with the Storm, I don't believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, but... There's still the talk that clubs are chasing him. And if he goes, Harry Grant in my book is an absolute must. He'll be closer to 80-minute player. Um, and knowing what we can, what he can do without too much competition in the side, he's got to be in everybody's side. He will be in the most owned player coming into next season. So that's a must for me. But um, the guys I was looking at, uh, you know, change of positions, change of roles for whatever reason, someone like a Ewan Aitken, um, who's been playing very well at second row for the Warriors um, in the absence of Torhu Harris. And we know Torhu's not going to be back for the most part, most of next season, not until at least mm. mid-season. So if you know Ewan can hold on to that spot, then he's going to be... And you know if Sanger's listening to this, then he'll be a dual-position player, uh, center wing, second row forward, Sanger, please. And we He's can play it everywhere. Yep, sure. Say we can bang him down in that center wing and and get those second row numbers off him. So I'm looking at guys like that, and 
Josh Curran's killing it on the left-hand side as well. Some very interesting sort of names floating around. And now we've got Mike Acevo. So we've got the Eels left winger starting next year, whoever that may be. We could get, possibly get a cheapie there. And, and uh, yeah, he's Dunster or someone. And possibly. Fergo. Yeah. He, oh, no, Fergo's on the move, isn't he? Don't know. Where's he gone? Uh, I thought he was on the on the he's outer. On the well, he's on the outer. Like he hasn't been in the side for a couple of weeks, but <laughs> uh, yeah, whether he's on the move or not, I'm not sure. But yeah, so yeah. What about and, say uh, a Nico Hines at halfback for the Sharks? Do you just see someone like him regressing? If we're saying must-haves are these yes, guys like you're absolutely. He'll be the sort of. Uh, I know he's going to be a popular buy as a starter, but um, he's just not going. He, he's going to be a big price. He's got a huge. Um, average, so he's going to be one of the most highly um, priced players coming into next season. And I just the Sharks are not the Storm, obviously. So there's going to be mm. some down weeks, and I just would be hesitant on picking him up off that. Um, adversely, Pappenhausen for the same sort of reason I gave for um, Harry Grant. He'll he's got a couple of injury reduced games and should have reduced his price very nicely to come into next season as a tasty buy again. So. There's going to be a couple of guys, and we'll look into it a lot further, and we'll touch on it in Mega Guide in the off season and whatever else. But there's going to be guys with injury related games that have reduced prices or, or um, you know, different roles that have thrown people into, and, and it's just worked out super. Chad Townsend, uh, no. Tom Deaton, e- no. Big bad Petahiku. Uh, <laughs> I saw them almost, almost beat the Broncos. What a uh, ringing endorsement that is! But yeah, almost uh, single-handedly or double-handedly, whatever, or quadruple-handedly, beat the dogs. Uh, beat, beat the dogs. Beat, beat the Broncos. Dogs. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Heku and Townsend combining like the future Cowboy Immortals that they are. Um, speaking of Cowboys, one guy I've got my eye on, Jason Tamalolo. Mm-hmm. Uh, surely we go away from the drawing board here, back to the drawing board. And he's broken his hand three times, mm-hmm. one hand twice and the other once. What the hell is going on there? He has been moved around from position to position as getting nothing going. Surely the coach and him come to an agreement in the offseason that let's just forget this year ever happened. Uh, what did you used to do? Oh, run the ball at least once a set, uh, make 15 meters every single time, throw an occasional offload. Uh, yeah, okay, you can do that and then we'll play off the back of that. Yeah. Uh, let's just forget this ever happened. Go back to scoring uh, 70 plus a game. Go back to being 600 yeah. plus. That's in price, putting surely. a whole lot more faith in Toddy Payton than I have, actually. So he could learn. He could learn. learn. He could learn. Maybe one of these three broken hands have found the mark and Todd Payton's come to his senses. But um, it's going to be very uh, preseason determinant for me. Let's see how uh, Olo is, where he's lining up, how his fitness is. Um, what his role is going to be. It's a very big question mark for me. But as you said, if he's nice and cheap coming in next year and everything's looking back to how it should be with him, then um, absolutely, mm. just about to and lock and load. Well, so you got Trell Mitchell. He'll have a goal kicking back from uh, Cody, oh, Cody Walker, from Adam Reynolds, who's gone mm. to the Broncos. So, you know, there's going to be some upside. It's another interesting year. So it's going to be a big question of turbo or no turbo. In my eyes, so you know, obviously he's going to be the mo- the the number one priced guy in the league. Um, puts up huge numbers just for fun. Can you afford to start with him, and can you afford not to? Oh, it's one of those things. If he's ever like, 
in the form he's in this year, and whether that can continue, whatever, that's the the question. But if he's a million dollars to start the year, normally we're trying to think of, you, know, you see a guy like Nathan Clear at the start of the year, he was 700K and everyone was trying to break their sides to get him in. So imagine an out of 300K off your starting uh, salary cap to that. That is a uh, nightmare. You're oh, basically going to be running with a lot to of see the preseason forms. teams rolling in with 18 basement price rookies and turbo. Love it. Well, sure. I don't know. Something about next year, I think the rookies are going to come back into the fold. Um, I think there's been a lot of shake-ups with sides. You and heard it here injury first, guys. JT's calling that. Rookie, yeah, just stack your side with rookies and turbo will do the rest of the work. The old Andrew Johns, uh, 2001, 1997 play. Love it. Uh, leave it to me, boys. All right. That's next year. Um, final thing. Like, we haven't even touched on this, mate, but trades. Um, we talked about the guys last week. Harry Grant, I uh, told you to buy mm-hmm. him. I don't think you did. No. Did you? Just, there you so, go, and just he- the way the injuries are going, I, I was really smart about and uh, thought, I'm just going to wait a week just because one of my guys is going to get hurt. And they have. But, um, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I, I missed out on 100-plus point. To, just Again, despite call, calling it in my uh, article, I said he was going to probably put up another 100, and he did, and I missed because I'm stupid. Okay, so you've still got a trade left? I got one, yeah. Ooh, okay, hang on. It's Pimp Lakey's team time. <laughs> Feeling it? Yeah, man. It's going to get you back. It's going to keep this you above winning, mate. Yeah, I'm buzzing. All right. Okay. All right, love that. In the mood. One trade left, mate. What? Are, which of your many, many holes are you fixing? It's phrasing. But um, I'd love to be able to flick an Adam Dewey to a Nathan Cleary, but I can't do it because of no lack of dual positions. So, um, for me, I'm looking at Brian Toto and um, possibly grabbing him to come in for the last two weeks. I don't think he... Boring. Boring, yeah. boring, <laughs> boring. No, over it. Your season's right, over, mate. It's time it. to have some fun. All it right. is time to have Who some fun. Who are we going to get, mate? Throw a name at me. Adam Dewey to mm-hmm. Anthony Milford. Ooh. Sit on that for a little while. Stew on it. Contract year, Milford. <laughs> Actually did something. Got the hype is back. Wilfred is... Uh, uh, up and about. I don't know if I don't <laughs> have this going. Yeah, Wilfred just like pouring over my team uh, for the <laughs> next two weeks and just the messages. Can you please? And- right, you have you said you're in no head-to-head finals. No, you are. True. I don't know where to like seven thousandth, eight, whatever. Doesn't matter. Can that's you true. just please for the memes? Uh, or how about you just throw it out to the Twitterverse? You love getting on there. You're not as prolific as Anton, <laughs> Mister Sixty Nine tweets on a day. But if you can throw that out there to the people, I mean, my vote is Anthony Milford. I don't, I don't know if you want to actually take his thing seriously or something stupid like that. But yeah, let's do it. We'll put it look, out on. I the, put Jordan um, McLean in. I put, put him on, in one year. Put on, we'll put on the SC Talk Twitter um, to love it. my side, and we'll throw up a few options, and we'll see how we go. Oh, mate, I cannot wait to see which uh, <laughs> and, and Tom Dearden. I will absolutely. I'll. I'll. I'll you know, you can hold me to it. I'll put in whoever the people vote. That's it. Screw the people's team itself. I don't know how they're going, but uh, you are the people's champion. You're the people's team. Uh, we will work out what to do with your last trait because you clearly didn't know. So no, I've got can't. no idea. And I say everything I do at the moment, it, I mean, I'm I'm just pulling shit everywhere. So it's just nothing's working for me. I may as well hand over the reins to the people. You certainly should. I love it. Love the idea, mate. I'm glad we got something productive out on this podcast. Um, before we go, 
I did say we had a special um, edition of the SC Report to close out the year. It's usually just the um, no one has trades left, so let's just talk about teams. None of that. We're going to not. Uh, we'll cover maybe two minutes of that. Who cares? This year, thought we would bring in for the first time ever the SC Talk Awards or the Talkies. There he is. He said feedback it. on name. He said it. Feedback on name. Hashtag Talkies. How yeah. do you like it? Oh, I love it. I love it. It's getting me all warm and fuzzy. Room for improvement or just keep as is? Oh, I think it's you've nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. Um, but as I say, as you, as you said, feedback. Give us some feedback. Come up with something. And you know, won't be able to come up with anything better, but, you know, come up no, with something. Uh, I literally, as I said, came up with that uh, post-AstraZeneca shot. I don't know. The 5G was flowing. It was uh, all my chakras had realigned. It was great. So, I've thought of some awards as well. Um, why don't we just list them out? Because the, the big hype will be on who actually wins these things. Mm-hmm. Mix of Supercoach coaches uh, the people behind the game and also the players within the game so a bit of a mix of both but i've got and these these are obviously uh tba your feedback and and it's you've already uh crafted a perfect perfect one for this but uh the palavi award the biggest trap of the year uh mm-hmm. award number one award number two the hop well i should say i've already just given it away but i had the my finger slipped trade fail of the year and you said no 100 the hopper Yep, the my finger slipped <laughs> trade fail of the year. Number no. two, number three. No, anything? Yeah, I say it's just I don't know how you can come up with it. It should be the first no, thing that comes to mind. Hero. No, uh, you, uh, that is why we pay you the big bucks. The number three, the delete team moment of the year. So, which coach absolutely stuffed up during the year, or what happened during a game that made you just want to delete team? We'll go through that. Number four, the welfare check award. Shout out Sporting Woods Podcast. The coach who fell asleep at the wheel. So, I've, there's been plenty of these. We've all had them. Uh, wake up, forget to do the trades, get on the source, forget to do the trades, whatever it might be. <laughs> um, you forgetting to do Harry Grant last yeah. week. That's pretty good. The always next year, the player on the rise. Um, it's a bit of a boring one, but, you know, it's for the, uh, uh, the whatever you call them, the traditionalists, mm-hmm. the people that actually want to hear Supercoach chat on this podcast. Sangster's scoring again, the award for the dodgiest scoring decision of the year. Uh, there's usually blow-ups left, right, and center. Will not take hard. Uh, a long time, I should say, to dig through, troll through Twitter for those. The payback is salary, the worst SC Tour coach of the year. Uh, hotly contested. I've got my one. fingers crossed to win that one. Looks like I'm, get, I'm in the running. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we'll try to get interviews with the award winners. We'll, we'll try to throw some new soundboards together. There's, there's going to be plenty of life at the outpost, but still, it's what the people want. But, you know, we'll, we'll get dressed up. We'll suit up. We'll maybe have a scotch or two. We're going to actually yeah. make a, a thing of this, you know, make it, bring the fans back yeah, for the last fans a year. There you go. Absolutely. Tuxedos out for the boys. All right. That is all ahead of us next week. It's going to be a big one. It's going to be a big closeout of a massive year, full year again. It's a stranger. We've had 25 rounds. Got through it all. COVID scare in the middle, but we think we're about to just limp over the line. Oh, man. So, like That's it. putting uh, it kindly. Uh, honestly, putting it kindly is to limp over the line, but um let's say I, I love it and hate it i I hate every minute of it and i'll be back first thing next year just froth yeah that it is uh one of those things you say you swear off it and then it comes that three four month off season mm. and you just uh absolutely yeah. it, all you're thinking I, about is I'll probably uh, okay, be I'll f- five or six weeks post round 25 um where i'll start going oh, i wonder who i should pick up for next season and i'll start putting the guide <laughs> ideas together and you know, throwing things out there. So, um, yeah, we never sleep here at SC Talk. So, if you need to chat in the off-season anyway and want to ask us anything at all, always drop us a line, you know, very accessible. We can get back to you and 
just love chatting. So get at it. Very accessible, very easy, uh, very boring people. We've got nothing else to do but talk. No, it's either this or dealing with my family and children. So please distract me. Wife and kids, who'd have them? All right, mate. Lakey, I appreciate you. You've come on the pod. Uh, You're basically free-falling in rankings. Um, You're not feeling it, but you're you're back and we're going to ruin your team. It's going to be great. You're going to have all the awards next week. An exciting time of year. Thanks very much, champion. Always. Uh, And... Enjoy the weekend, and I shall catch you next week. Sounds good. everyone like me who would have listened all the way through to that because it's an absolute belter please look up the film clip if you haven't already and i'll be back to seeing that for you live next week yeah head over to hulu this march where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long catch the acclaimed movie all of us strangers starring paul muscal and andrew scott stream the new hulu original limited series we were the lucky ones with joey king and logan lerman and don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.